Welcome to the Confidence Lounge podcast, where we cover all things confidence in life and business. I'm your host, Elise Conroy, and I'm on a passionate mission to help thousands of women across the world feel more confident from the inside out, because not on my watch am I ever going to watch another woman do insecure life and business again. So if you're ready to become your most confident self, mama, or businesswoman, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. So grab your favorite beverage, get nice and comfy, and get ready to receive today's confidence injection. on Facebook the other day and y'all had a lot to say about this. So I wanted to actually use this as an opportunity to go deeper into how to process the pain of rejection. Because so many of you sent me messages that really touched my heart. Like this was written for me. I needed to see this today. And I know when I receive messages like that, I really struck a nerve of pain for something we're all facing. And for a lot of us, we don't know what to do on the other side of facing that type of experience, that type of pain. So what I wanted to do is just jump on and give you guys a little more context into specifically this whole entire story. And then also what I did to help myself on a deeper level, because I didn't go deep into that in the Facebook post to help myself go through this. So consider this a little bit storytelling, consider this a little bit training. But the one thing I know we can all agree on is being rejected feels like ass. There's no way around that, right? And it is a normal part of the human experience. A lot of us hide from it because it feels terrible. A lot of us do whatever we can to protect ourselves from being put into a space where we can get rejected because it feels like ass, right? I don't think I know anybody who says, oh, I love being rejected. It feels so good. No, because it feels terrible. So I wanna share what happened. And for some of you, this might be like, why is she even worried about this? But I'll tell you why it was painful for me. And I'll also tell you to start off my perspective on rejection at this point. So I, for a long time, was that person that was like, I'm never going to get rejected. I did anything I could do to go above and beyond to ensure that that was not a result I created in my life. I didn't ever want to identify as somebody who had gotten rejected in business, personally, in any part of life, right? It's, it feels terrible. Like if you go into a job interview and they don't hire you, or if you go on a date and the person doesn't talk to you again, that doesn't feel good, right? So I had always done everything I could to not be that person. But when I started on my personal development journey about five, six years ago at this point, I really decided to start creating a different relationship with failure, rejection, judgment, because I knew these were some of my my weak spots that I had opportunities to grow in. So I shifted my perspective on rejection and I now see rejection as protection. And I know that might seem foreign to some of you who are so anti-rejection, right? But for me, I truly have a belief at this point of my life that life will never close a door to an opportunity that is meant for me. And that could be a relationship, that could be a business opportunity, that could be working with a client, that could be anything, anything. I truly believe anytime I'm rejected, it is in my highest good. And does it still suck while it happens? Yeah, I'm a human. I don't, I'm not immune because I'm a coach to escaping the human experience. It still hurts. So what happened here was I had recently gone through an experience with somebody. And I want to share exactly what happened. And I know for a lot of you who are in the online business space, this is a part, oh, there's happy. (laughs) That's our puppy. He's now joins me in all of our videos and everything is so fun. So I know for a lot of us in this online business space, this is a place where a lot of us feel insecure, right? Unfollows, getting people rejecting you, people having thoughts and judgments about you. So we hide. And I want to share the story because I know a lot of you are hiding right now. I hid in this place for over a year because I didn't want something like this to happen. So what, what went down 
is I had connected with somebody who I really felt like a cool bond with. I was like, yes, this is my person. I love talking to this person. We talked multiple times. I felt like I had a really cool open relationship with this person. And I had heard them speak on something that was very, very true and a very similar experience to something I had recently gone through. So I felt very safe going and having a conversation with this person about what happened to me. And I actually celebrated this person. I thanked this person for being so brave, sharing their story, because I knew the value and what that was going to be in the world for helping so many people heal from this type of experience. And I got really vulnerable. I let my walls down and that's not a comfy place for me. I mean, I know a lot of us struggle with vulnerability too. I, I think vulnerability is one of my superpowers because I'm so willing to do it, but it still feels even after years of practice, it still feels very uncomfortable for me to let the walls down and really be seen. You know, it's like being naked in public. And so I opened up my heart. I I spilled my guts to this person and I felt like, oh, I just really connected. And I really thought that by sharing because of this person's values and how they present themselves in the world, that it would be a very unifying experience for us to talk about it, like almost a cathartic healing experience for us to talk about this. And I noticed that my messages were seen and then there was no response. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Cause I, once again, felt like I had a really good relationship with this person. And then all of a sudden there's like no response and like a week goes past and I'm like, that's weird. Cause I'm sitting over here, like, and not that I expected a response, but at the same time, like, I really just felt like I just poured my heart out to you. Like, how could you not feel that just from like a, a human to human aspect. Right. Cause I know when people pour their heart out to me. I'm like, Oh, I've got to. Right. But I was like, okay, don't judge it. And then I noticed, like, I didn't see this person's profile and then I, they unfollowed me. And I was like, Oh my God, like, Oh my God. And then all of a sudden, like, I just went to this inner cringe and I'm like, oh my God, this person unfollowed me. And I was like, what did I do? I was so embarrassed. I'm like, I did something wrong. Like I crossed the line. So then I noticed I was rereading the messages and I'm like, did I say something? Like, did I hurt this person? Like, should I have not shared this? Did I, did I cross this invisible boundary that I didn't know was there? And I started panicking. And then my natural inclination, this is where the old habit of people pleasing dies hard. It's like, I have to send them a message and fix this. What did I do that made them dislike me? Right. And I was like, no. This is the moment for change. I like what I said in the messages. I don't think I said anything wrong in the messages. I opened up. I poured my heart out. This person didn't respond. They didn't reciprocate. They didn't feel the same way that I felt. And that doesn't mean anything about me. But yet my brain was still like, oh, you shouldn't have said that. And I had this moment where I was like, picturing myself. And for a lot of you that have followed me and know my story, I was bullied really bad as a kid. And I pictured myself on the playground all of the kids being like, ew, don't talk to her and laughing at me and being like, she's stupid. And all those bullies thoughts just came back. And I was like, here's the old story coming in. I was like, this wound is still there. And this really hurts. And I feel very ashamed right now. I feel like all of that trauma just came back in an instant. It felt like a heavy gut punch. And that's, you know, I almost felt like an idiot for thinking like, why did I think I was safe to get vulnerable with this person? Like, why, what did I miss? You know, like what, what's, what happened that I was a cue or something that I had thought I had a relationship with this person, but I didn't, you know, and I just felt very alone. I felt very rejected. I felt very disliked. And I really, that feeling of like, I shouldn't have let my walls down came in and right. And we know when should is coming in the word should we're in judgment. We're judging ourselves for something, right? So if you've never had that experience with the word should notice when you say it, because when we're shooting ourselves, we're judging our experience. And I was like, hold on. Okay. This is old stuff. <laughs> okay. This is old stuff. 
I got to talk this through with somebody. And old me would have spun out on this for weeks, weeks. This would have been a nasty story of nobody likes you. Of course, look, more evidence. You can't be yourself because nobody likes you when you're yourself. You, you're not safe to let your walls down because people use your truth against you and hurt you. And I was like, mm-mm, we're not going to buy into that old story anymore. And this is how I know I've grown profoundly, right? I made the choice instead of staying in my head and staying in that spiral to shift. And I have a trusted confidant. She is part of my esteemed elevation squad. I go to her with some of these big, heavier things. And I was like, hey, (laughs) this is going to sound crazy, but I just got unfollowed on Instagram and I'm feeling a lot of feels. And I felt so dumb as I'm saying it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm having trauma over being unfollowed on Instagram. Like, but it was the whole meaning behind it and the relationship that I thought I've had, you know, and it just was like, I felt so dumb telling her this. But I leaned in and I trusted that she was the right person to talk to about this. And she really reinforced to me that I've got so much love. I've got so much support surrounding me right now. And that this person's opinion of me doesn't matter. And like, who cares if this person unfollowed you? Who cares if this person doesn't like you? Doesn't mean anything about you. And I was like, okay, I just needed to hear that, right? Like, so as we were talking and going through processing this, I felt like my whole body just like, oh, exhale. And it was no longer that clench of like embarrassment. And, oh God, why did I do this? Right. So it was a really beautiful way to honor myself and release from that pain of the rejection. And I think for so many of us, we're embarrassed because we got rejected. So we don't want to tell anybody about it or we like hide it. And that's where the shame builds, right? Shame builds in secrecy. And then once again, I should have, then now we have shame and judgment, Mm-mm, bad combination. We don't want those two emotions working together because it's going to get heavy. And I know for me, when I have that heaviness and I don't process it, that's when I become an emotional pressure cooker and I blow and it could be over the stupidest thing, right? So now I operate in a place of getting ahead of it. I don't want to feel like that anymore. I don't want my old wounds and my old stories to rule me at this point in my life because I have tools to help me. I have the bright people surrounding me. I have a confidant that I can go to for any topic who can best know how to support me. And the thing is, I had to go to a place of honoring my inner child. So if you've never done inner child work, get on it. Because that little Elise inside of me was hurting. She felt like she was back on the playground getting bullied again, getting rejected again, having people tell her that she didn't like or that they didn't like her again. And I just had to tend to her. And I was like, hey, we're not there anymore. You've got so many people that love you. And I got to tell myself a different story in that moment while still honoring That hurt version of me that still comes up from time to time again. She's still a part of me. And I don't want to dismiss her and be like, oh, you should know better. Get over this, right? No, I honored her because she's still valid too. Even though she's years and years behind me, that part of me is still valid too. And I think for so many of us, we don't realize that so many of our wounds that we experience in adulthood, that we try to numb, that we hide from, that we overwork to try to escape from or something that happened when we were in childhood, but we just don't know what that is yet. And going through that exploration of realizing, and this happened for me at the age of 34, that my bullies' voices from kindergarten up until 11th grade were still ruling me. I had no idea that was happening. Like I somehow knew, but I wasn't 100% aware that that was what was driving me and that that was such a pivotal part of my life experience and the stories that I told myself and how I identified myself and what fueled me. So seeing that was huge because it set me free, right? I didn't have to identify with that story anymore. I got to tell myself a new story. So we know being rejected hurts. 
There's no way around this, right? We know being unfollowed by somebody that you love, that you trust, that you think you know, that you think you have a relationship. This could be a friend. It could be, you know, just somebody you have an online relationship with. It could be an old coworker. It could be a family member, right? <laughs> we know being unfollowed by somebody hurts. We know being disliked hurts. We know being judged hurts. We know all of that hurts, but you don't have to hold on to that hurt. And I think this is what resonated with so many people when I put this post up on Facebook, because we can decide that that hurt defines us. We can make that hurt mean awful things about us. You can tell yourself a story that nobody likes me. Everyone's going to hate me. I'm never going to be accepted. And you can keep working harder and harder and harder to people, please improve yourself and be whatever everyone else needs you to be, or you can choose to let it go. So how I got myself to that place of letting it go were these simple steps behind me. So I want to walk you through this because this was a simple wheel and this can take you minutes. I just did a training on this in my private community yesterday because one of my clients, I do a group coaching call for all of my clients, both current and past every single month. And she actually asked a question and she said, I saw your post about rejection and it really hit me. And I feel so disappointed in myself when I get rejected. How do I stop doing this? So I wanted to actually contextualize this to give you a tool to use, to give you some simple steps. And once again, this can be something you do fast. I did this in less you know, than 30 minutes for you, it might be two minutes for you. You might want to stay in this for an hour and really deep dive and really love on yourself. It might take you days. That's okay. There's no timeline when it comes to using these tools, because you have to trust you're getting the medicine as you need it. And you're going through that experience in the perfect time that's meant for you. I know a lot of us are like, this should be working already. Once again, we're in judgment if we're saying should. So we've got to be in a space where we're just open to however the tool works for us. So try this, just see how, see how it feels. Right. And I teach another concept inside of my can program to all of my one-to-one -one clients called the surrender formula. And we go through this in real time and we say, okay, here's how to actively release from the experience that you're having. Here's how to process it. Here's how to go through and go to the other side of it by actually experiencing it right from a place of safety. Cause feeling rejected, that doesn't feel safe. <laughs> I feel scary AF, right? So here's a couple steps you can try. Let me know how this works for you. Just try this on next time you're in a place where you're feeling rejected. This can also work for failure. This can work for judgment. You know, this can work for a lot of painful feelings. So the first place we have to be is in acceptance. And sometimes this is the hardest place to live because we don't want to accept that this happened. We don't want to accept that someone rejected us. It's like, how dare they? Right. And I know I had that moment too, where I was like, oh, ew, right. But it happens. Doesn't mean anything about you. Right. But being in that place, this is where you're going to get your power back because you've now accepted it. You've said, okay, we're here. And that's all acceptance is. It's just saying like this happened and that's okay. And when I got to that space of like, oh, okay, I'm accepting it. I stopped resisting it because when we're in resistance, that's like going up against, you know, trying to swim upstream. You're like, I got to do this, but you're not making any movement. And so when I was in that place of, you know, being in that resistance, that's when it felt more painful. When I stepped into acceptance, that's when my body exhaled and released. It was like, oh this did happen and this sucks. I'm hurt. Right. And that leads us to step two. And this is where most people tune out. We're like, Nope, don't want to feel this, but we got to feel it. So I want you to think for a second, what does rejection actually feel like in your body? For me, it was an inner cringe. It was hot. I had this instant flush. It felt heavy. It felt like there were, you know, tingling, like almost, and this is, it might sound dramatic, but like knives, like on the inside, like that stabbing, like, oh God, that really hurts. 
but that's how I experienced it in my body. And we can't minimize this, but a lot of us don't have awareness of what feelings actually feel like in our body. That can be a superpower friend. If you learn how to experience your emotion, then it's going to feel safe to experience hard emotions. Feeling rejected is not a fun experience, right? But being willing to do it, you're going to become so much stronger and so much less adverse to actually experiencing it, which will create so much more success and so much more of an expansive way of being in the world because you're going to be not as adverse to, oh God, I can't do that because I might get rejected, right? You're going to be like, if I get rejected, I can survive. I know what to do. I have a tool, right? So I want you to think about what it feels like for you and your body. Because for me, that was a very uncomfortable feeling. And it lasted about 90 seconds before it moved through. And I was just breathing through it, right? And I was like, okay, this really hurts, right? And I just kept moving through it. And then all of a sudden, it was it was gone. It was processed. Then I stepped into a place of processing it. So how'd I get here? <laughs> what I do? And I think when we process it through looking at an evaluation of just like, what happens, you know, and not looking at it through judgment, just curious. And for me, I was like, maybe I didn't have the relationship that I thought with this person. Maybe we actually weren't as cool as I thought we were like that led me to like, okay, cool. So I missed something. I misread something. No big. Yeah. I have so many other people in my life. No big. This person doesn't need to be in my life. Right. And I think when we process through evaluation, this is another key step in getting all of your power back through awareness and taking full responsibility. Because I could have looked at those messages and been like, oh, I said something. Oh God, I shouldn't have said that. But I actually loved what I wrote. And that made me feel clean on my side of like, I didn't do anything wrong. There's no shame to be felt here. There's no embarrassment to be felt here. I can't, you know, handle or control how the other person receives this information. So release, right? The next step is to make a very powerful decision to decide that this rejection means nothing about you. So when I was coaching my client yesterday in the confidence lounge, I was saying, you can choose to tell yourself a story that when I get rejected, I'm a disappointment. That can be your truth. Or you can say that this rejection means nothing about me. And thankfully it happened because I am protected. Life has my back On to the next. You get to decide. You get to decide what that reality is, what your experience is, how you see it and witness it. But I decided no big deal doesn't mean anything about me. I didn't do anything wrong. And I moved on, right? When you stay in the story of I'm a disappointment, I've let everyone down. Uh, no one's ever going to love me, blah, blah, blah. Like all these awful things that we say to ourselves as we're going through rejection, then you're going to stay in it. And this wheel doesn't stop. It just keeps going and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and more painful and heavier. So we've got to make the decision to not define ourselves by the rejection and painful things that happen to us. They're more powerful than that. Don't give away your power. And the last step, number five, is to surrender and let go. So for me, I was like, okay, I just need to breathe into this. So I put one hand on my heart, my dominant hand, I'm a lefty, right? So I put the left hand on my heart to connect to myself. And I put my other hand on my belly to ground myself. Because when I was going through this, it did not feel like my feet were on the ground. It felt like I was up in the air, like, oh, you know, terrible, terrible feeling, right? So I needed to get my feet back on the ground. So hand on heart to connect, hand on belly to ground. And I breathed. Sorry, I don't know if you can hear Lexington meowing. We've got a farm over here, friends. He's like going crazy over there. So I'm breathing, right? I took three big inhales through my nose, held at the top, exhaled, you know, big belly breaths all the way in three times. And I was like, okay. And I pictured as I was exhaling, 
breathe out the shame, breathe out the embarrassment, like let it go, like actively getting that energy out of my body. And then on the other side, I sealed it with a mantra of like, this means nothing about me. I am loved. I am loved. That's it. And then I was like, okay, I'm done. And then I wrote the post on Facebook that felt cathartic. That was like, you know, live journaling. And I moved on with my day. This was done in 30 minutes. As to where before, like I said, this would have been weeks of me punishing myself and shaming myself. And what if, what should I should have done this? Blah, blah, blah. No, 30 minutes done over it. Don't care anymore. So the thing I need you to know is once you have really started trying this on, once you have started really looking at your relationship with rejection, there's a couple key things that you have to know about this is you cannot control other people. Fact, we can only control ourselves. So we can control how we respond to things. We can control the thoughts that we have about our experience, but we cannot control other people. And I think this is where so many of us will step into people pleasing because, oh God, I need to fix it, right? I did something wrong. I need to fix it. No, you cannot control any other human being. And I didn't know this for a long time. I was like, yeah, I can. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> sure I can. No, I can't control. I'm out of control when it comes to other people. Other people are going to have thoughts about me, judgments about me. That's a fact. Can't control it. I tried for a long time. Didn't work. And I killed myself in the process, right? So when we take back this control over ourselves through this, these five steps, this is when we reclaim a hundred percent responsibility over our lives, right? This is when we're back in power. Nobody else can control our experience that we're having in life because we decide, right? Right here, you decide that this experience means nothing about you. So you don't get to control me. You can say the meanest, nastiest thing about me. You can have the most awful thought about me, but that's not my opinion of me. You don't control me. So I got rejected. It doesn't mean anything about me, right? And think about any time, like you've gone into a job interview or maybe you launched your business and it didn't go exactly how you thought it was going to go. And you're like, oh my God, my family, they're going to, they're going to see me. They're going to know I'm an imposter. They're going to see me fail. Oh God. And then you start going down that spiral and it keeps you from doing more things. It keeps you from going for bigger opportunities because you're so scared of that rejection and people seeing you. But once again, you can decide to say, yeah, I can get rejected. My family can have thoughts about me. I can disappoint them. They can think I'm never going to make it, but I know I'm going to make it. That can be the story you tell yourself if you choose to, right? So you're in full control over this. And when you're in that place where you are actively practicing these five steps, this is when you're going to move through your day with that grace and that confidence and that levity versus that heaviness and that insecurity and that doubt because you're no longer going to let these things permanently weigh you down. You're going to be like, oh, I got rejected five times today. Whatever. Like no big. That's where I want to see you living because the, the reality of life is you are going to face rejection at every level. It's a part of the human experience. You cannot escape that. And as much as I deal with failure and rejection and judgment, I still fail. <laughs> I still get rejected. I still get judged, right? It is a part of the human experience. So what I encourage you to do is to allow this rejection to fuel you, right? It's your protection. Let it be your teacher and allow yourself to grow from it versus allowing it to break you. You have all the power, truly. You are in the driver's seat of your life. So I invite you to use your power to 
create the life experience that you want to have, to tell the self, to yourself stories about your experience that fuel you versus holding you back and keeping you under the heavy weight of the rejection. You're better than that. You know, there's more out there for you. So it's time to use this as fuel to grow. You can do this. All right, friends, if you have any follow-up questions, if you have any experiences you just want to talk through, I'm here for you. I know how painful this is, how heavy this is. I get it. I get it. So if you need a friend, I'm in your corner. I'm always rooting for you. I've got your back. All right. I will see you soon, my friends, with our next video topic. So stay tuned. Bye. Oh, hey, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this helps you, I would love for you to share the gift of confidence with a friend because this is how we all grow. So share this with your girls, a coworker, a fellow mama, or your fam on social media because we all need support in our confidence journey. So sharing can help us heal, feel better, and take steps to grow now. Also, I'd love if you would drop your rating in. Ratings and reviews help me so much more than you realize. And if you found yourself listening today and thinking, I need professional support, I would love to invite you to join the CAN program where I will teach you how to take confident action now. If increased confidence is what you want, this is multiple months of dedicated you time where we will do the deep work on you to create your most confident self, both personally and professionally. Because once you know how to generate the feeling of confidence from the inside out, the possibilities become endless and your results become inevitable. This is the most valuable investment you will ever making yourself. And I cannot wait to see who you become on the other side of doing this work on you. So visit me at soulmakeup.com to learn more or come be my bestie on Instagram. You can find me at your soul makeup. See you next time.